morning. It's September 12, 2022. And before I get into politics, this has been a crazy weekend for me as a football fan. As some of you know, I'm a BYU fan, and they had a crazy double overtime game to win over Baylor. And then I watched, as a Steeler fan, the wackiest game where kickers kept missing kicks until finally Chris Boswell won it with a 50-yarder at the end of overtime. Anyway, this is to my liberal friends. Now, there must be some form of special math being used by the White House when it comes to paying for canceling student loan debt. I wonder how many of you can actually compute the numbers the same way the Biden administration has computed them. I need to learn that math so I can budget my household in the same manner because I'm going to have a lot more money. Members of Congress and political analysts have repeatedly asked the White House to explain how they're going to pay for this giveaway that they received, and they receive differing answers every time the question is posed. But the facts don't lie, and no matter how they try to spin the numbers, it's going to cost the taxpayers a lot of moolah. The Penn Wharton budget model estimates that the president's student loan relief could cost as much as $1 trillion. The White House is cagey about the cost and says it doesn't matter anyway since the federal deficit is on track to fall to about $1.7 trillion this fiscal year from last year's $2.7 trillion, which was the second largest in history. Then the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, delivered a blow to the Biden spin track. Quote, ordinarily, with just one month left in the fiscal year, projecting the annual deficit would be really relatively straightforward, the CBO says. But President Biden's loan write-off, quote, adds significantly uncertainty because they may lead to the recording of substantial outlays in September. And the CBO adds, if, if significant numbers of student loans are modified in September, the 2022 deficit could be considerably larger than CBO has estimated. Some of the announced changes, such as the change to income-driven payment plans, will increase deficits in future years, end quote. So I want you to think about all these statements and try to digest it. The government runs up record deficits by handing out stimulus checks to just about everyone, and they use that massive deficit as justification to cancel the student loan debt. Of course, that gets shot down by the CBO. Here's what they want you to ignore as they gloss over this sleight of hand in budgeting. And I'm talking about the White House. The deficit may be coming down in the year-over-year -year amount, but the actual deficit that's being added to the national debt is going up by some pretty large numbers. Let's take a look at how they're trying to deceive us all. We all know the deficit was a whopping $2.7 trillion, and they admit that in their justification, but they don't tell us why this is so high in the recent fiscal year. It's because Democrats insisted on passing a $1.9 trillion in stimulus checks that were needed, they said, because of COVID. This included the $3,600 child tax credit they wanted to make permanent but couldn't pay for in a way to satisfy Joe Manchin. So since we're not handing out those checks again this year, it's reasonable to expect the deficit would drop from that high number. But wait a minute. This is how they justify the student loan cancellation by just saying they will use that reduction in the deficit to pay for the debt cancellation. Wow. Anyone that understands even the most basic accounting, and I would even say if you know how to balance your checkbook, you'd realize this is all smoke and mirrors, and there's no real money to pay for this, and we will be just adding more money to the national debt. If you and I use the budget logic of the Biden White House, we will all be in clover. Understanding their accounting, if you buy a car in 2022 for, say, $40,000, then you will have $40,000 to spend on something else the next year. Of course, you can't get away with this doing because you have to actually have to have the cash to spend it on something else. This is the major problem with government spending and the people that authorize these idiotic spending programs. 
They just create money out of thin air and pretend they have it to spend. Since they have the ability to print it, something the rest of us lack, they don't have to worry about where the money really comes from. But you have to feel like they're insulting your intelligence with their latest explanation. They must think we're all idiots to believe that since we're not charging on a credit card as much as we charged the previous year, that automatically means we have more room to spend more. The bottom line is this. Canceling student debt was a campaign ploy in an attempt to buy votes from a group of people that otherwise might not vote. But doing so creates another problem. What do you say to students that are borrowing money this year to attend college? Are they expected to repay their debt, or should they just borrow as much as possible and expect the government to forgive it in the future? If you're a parent who believes you should help pay for your students, your child's education, should you keep paying or just tell them to borrow? Next, Democrats will suggest canceling your car loans and other foolishness. Why should you have to pay back something if it cringes your, if it crimps your style of living? Only you can answer these questions, and the way to make your answer known is to vote. Joe Biden keeps telling us we should all vote, and I agree, but we should vote out the fools that are spending us into oblivion. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.